We might be too young to have a spotted cow, but we are both diehard Packers fans. I could talk about this for hours. He was my legend. He was my quarterback one. Taysom Hill, forever in my heart. We have a kind of a reputation of being the young, the young diehard fans. How is that, Dr. Pepper Taysom? Amazing. Hey, guys, let's keep it under 25 minutes, all right? Welcome back to the Underage Packers podcast. I'm Joey, one of your co-hosts. That was such a locked-on Packers intro. Peter Bukowski, I don't know what's up with him, but every single intro, I don't know if he's excited. He just ran a marathon, but he he, he brings energy for his intros. But welcome back to the Underage Packers podcast. We finally have an intro. Joining me today, uh, back again, is my co-host, Big B. Big B, welcome back. Good to be back. Good to be back. Yes, I'm not going to ask you how your day went. I don't want to know. Uh, right. <laughs> kind of harsh. <laughs> well, Skliz, it's uh, how we open up every show. Well, we finally got that musical intro, uh, and I hope the fade sounded nice, you know, where it, it dies in as the as we're talking. I, I love the sound of that. Um, but today we are talking about, it's been a while. Our last episode was May the 3rd, our draft recap. I'm pretty excited for today, though. We're going to try to get in as much uh, try to make OTA news as exciting as it can be. So we'll be talking about the latest on the Aaron Rodgers situation, organized team activities, who's missing, who's there, what's going on. Uh, Of course, it wouldn't be an underage Packers podcast without talking about the Packers press conferences. And then we are redoing my favorite segment uh, from the early days of underage Packers, looking back at the best of Packers Facebook. Oh, that really, that first one we did, was it was like episode 11 or 12, and I was going to say it was episode 10, but I, I think I remember what that was, and it didn't go very well, um, but uh, t- the best of Packers Facebook, that one post, oh my god, um, I'll try my best to describe it here. This lady posted in a Packers Facebook group, her sitting on the toilet, and she said, Taking a picture on the toilet. She had her Packers sh- uh, shirt on. And she said, <laughs> taking a picture on the toilet because we are the, and I'll, I'll let you assume what goes in that blank. Um, but I don't, like, literally, she's sh- showing herself on the toilet. Like, I don't know what possesses you to think, all right, I need to show my Packers fandom by posting this. But that lady did. Um, so we'll have some fun ones. Not, I don't think we can ever get as inter- entertaining as that with the Facebook group, but um, we, we found some quite the takes on the Aaron Rodgers situation in that Facebook group. But let's talk about Aaron Rodgers, get our thoughts out here. So the latest this Monday, he went on Kenny Maine's final Sports Center show. Um, and Rodgers obviously kind of wanted to make it about Kenny Maine. He's friends of him. Um, and, you know, he was he obviously didn't want to comment either, and it was kind of awkward timing because I'm sure Kenny Maine didn't plan to uh, get released relief from his duties at ESPN the same week when the biggest drama of Aaron Rodgers' career is going on. But obviously, Kenny had to ask. And this okay. is what we got out of Sir Aaron Rodgers. Well, basically nothing. Um, but let, let, let me pull up a full quote from Rob Domalski here. He said. Uh, for me, it's never been about Jordan. It was never about uh, the traffic. Um, it's really just about the organization and the philosophy behind it. Um, he basically said, sometimes people need to be reminded that it's about the people. 
for Green Bay, it's always been about the people. Going back to Curly Lambeau, the founder, to Bart Starr and Vince Lombardi and Brett Barvey and Reggie White. And uh, it's been about the people. And uh, there's a few ways you can interpret uh, what he said. Nothing about nothing. But what did you get overall from the Sports Center interview, Big B? Lord, um, not much. I mean, he punted pretty much on every question, didn't really say very much. And I still think it's mostly front office problems with Rogers. I think mm-hmm. nothing really else is bothering him except Gudikins and Mark Murphy and all that. Yeah. So I, I, nothing changes over here. So. Yeah. He says, <laughs> I find this hilarious. So he says, Oh, you know, it's not about Jordan love. And, you know, it, you could either, I, I think what, he's really saying is, you know, it's not about Jordan Love as a person, but he's also, he also says it's not about the draft pick. So it's, oh, it, you know, it has nothing to do with him selecting my replacement. But then he also says, you know, this whole thing started last year. And then my MVP season threw a wrench into that plan. So wait, if it's not about Jordan Love, what, what's, you know, like what, what big thing, like did Mark Murphy forget to, give you water without ice like what happened here that what was the big thing if it's not jordan love so um you know it was because i feel like i at least from after i mean i wasn't paying attention to the bar of drama but it seemed like uh you know you can find clips of rogers and Favre having a connection um even though Favre didn't like him and i'm sure you know once again he was fine with aaron Rodgers as a person thought he had potential but he he did not like that he was uh his replacement um but with Jordan Love since he never sued up for a game we never saw any like connection like we probably never saw Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love on this camera at the same time besides when they were walking out to practice once um so it is cool to see a connection Aaron Jones did say a little bit in his press conference that you know Aaron was teaching him uh, and we heard also from Matt Lafleur, I believe, said something similar to that. So, I uh, I guess the only thing I got from Aaron's press con- or his uh, interview on Kenny Main finally breaking his silence was really, um, it's I don't know that it's the philosophy that the front office front office runs with. Obviously, there's multiple stepping stones in that with uh, Jordan Nelson, uh, Jake Kumro, apparently. Um, and just some other small things that kind of lead up to this. And then obviously Jordan Love boiling it over. Um, oh, and also these deniers of the stories that think that Adam Schefter made this all up because they don't want to believe it's true. They're in denial. They're in the four stages of grief and they're in the denial stage right now. And they think that Adam Schefter made it all up because of his quote on the Dan Patrick show. Um, Aaron Rodgers confirmed that, you know, it's been boiling up all ever since last year and that Adam Schefter was right to call it an accumulation of information like he also did on that very same Dan Patrick interview. This is real people, but, um, you know, I'm not going to say the media isn't blown out portion, but it's not Adam Schefter uh, being bored on a Thursday evening. All right. Now, uh, the most important. Aaron Rodgers is in a vacation in Hawaii. Uh, you think he's having a good time down there? Well, 
It sure as hell does, because that man does not know how to dance for nothing. And when he starts dancing, you know he's having a oh, good time. You know, he's My seen in Taylor Swift. He's taken pictures with his fiance. I'm very important analysis right here. Um, Swift is, <laughs> this is, has nothing to do with this story at all. He was with Miles Teller, who is friends with his fiance, Shane Lee Woodley. And Miles Teller apparently got punched in the face at some <laughs> bar, which is, I mean, quite the story. Um, it, it is important to note that this was just a few hours after Miles Teller kind of trolled on Twitter saying um, cheers to signing with the Packers. So, uh, you know, stir in the pot. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure he's having a good time down there. Yeah. Uh, any final thoughts? Um, you know, what do you think of Aaron Rodgers' performance of Rock Me Mama? Um, you know, any thoughts on that? Well, I don't know. Man needs to learn how to dance, first of all. That got me I got me kind of livid. Dude, I don't even know Absolutely. what the hell he was doing. He was just doing Move. something with his hands and yeah. moving. Um, he is very good at guitar. I mm. didn't realize how good he was. That shocked me. And just happy he's having a good time. Hopefully he's enjoying it. And hopefully he can get us back to Green Bay. Yeah, pretty soon. soon enough yeah i love like you know we're talking about this but like people are literally asking west hackwitz on uh Pat, packers inbox i saw aaron Rodgers playing the guitar with his left hand what does this mean <laughs> i know i but, saw people i saw people just saying that like, poor west um hopefully know. he's enjoying his time all right now Let's get to OTAs. Let's let's talk like Matt LeFleur here, who said in his press conference, you know, I really want to focus on the guys that are here, you know, when he asked about Aaron Rodgers. So we'll focus on the guys that are there at Lambeau Field. Um, Jordan Love taking starter reps. Him and Kurt Binkert were the only quarterbacks active uh, or participating um, at OTAs this past week because Blake Bortles, the legend, um, had an injury or was working out, wasn't ready to go out there quite yet. So Jordan Love getting all the starter reps, seven out of 10 on his 10, um, you know, seven or, se- or 11 on 11 team reps uh, completion. So you take what you want from that. He hit the net. We saw that great video from Andy Herman. Um, and then Aaron Jones also said, like I mentioned earlier, that he saw growth in Jordan Love. Big B, are you like, are you officially like, all right, Jordan Love, I'm ready for him to throw for 5,000 yards after seeing a few videos of him in shorts. <laughs> I've, I've been born. I've been born ready to see Jordan Love throw for 5,000 yards, but I don't want to throw him out there just yet. Still, still waiting for next year for the yeah. Jordan Love show. This year it's Rogers show. Next year's Jordan Love show. Exactly. I was thinking like, dude, you know, this whole Rogers thing seems fun to play with now. Like, you know, Oh, and Jordan Love's going to go out there and absolutely light it up and even if he doesn't it's like you know we still got a year but what if Rodgers you know holds out and we trade him next year and Jordan Love sucks like he just goes out there blows it for two years and we're like "Uh uh-oh like Aaron Rodgers is so important like this has been keeping me up at night like dude I love Jordan Love I'm going to root for him every day. I think we have a great roster, but um, it's it's a scary thought that Jordan Love could be. But how, how I'm looking at it is Aaron Rodgers went from not having very 
good seasons too. Two very good seasons before Matt LaFleur came. Matt LaFleur came. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is now an reigning MVP of yeah. National yeah. Football League. And if Jordan and Rodgers even said that it's kind of an easier offense to pick up, like mm-hmm. he and he really studied. And Jordan loves a smart kid. I trust him that he can pick up this offense. I don't know yeah. how if he's going to be just as good as Aaron Rodgers, but I have full confidence in Jordan Love, and I think he can really make this offense about just as good as it is yeah it will be really interesting if Jordan Love comes out there and like you know no matter how he plays because we will see how good this roster can be without an MVP quarterback at the helm you know um Aaron Jones was the focus in 2019 um and certainly maybe if Jordan Love doesn't look the best they will be they won't uh, the two years that aren't so team friendly at the end of Aaron Jones contract that it's pretty backloaded. Maybe they'll be uh, looking to hold on to him. Um, and then, yeah, you know, if Jordan Love is even average, how far can this team go in the playoffs? Some yeah. Really interesting questions that I'll have to figure out on a Madden franchise um, <laughs> sometime this offseason. All right. Um, I said, we're going to talk, focus on the players that are there, but uh, some players that aren't there, obviously, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Alan Lazard, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Equinemia St. Brown, Devin Funches, David Bakhtiari, and Jair Alexander. So uh, the three big stars of the Packers, all not there. Um, Jair, I think, I guess I'll ask you, do you think it's a coincidence that all five of the Packers' top wide receivers are not there? Do you think, um, you know, it's a plan by their group? Uh, Salt showing here all day with Aaron. I mean, do you think it's a coincidence or do you think it was a plan by all of them? Um, I don't, I think it was a coincidence that they all didn't show up, but I feel like they all had like the same like idea of what they were trying to accomplish if they were trying to accomplish anything. (laughs) But it's just really, it's just really awkward. Like, why is not like EQ not there? Like he's yes. like he's like the fifth string wide receiver fighting for his job. That's one I don't get, but I don't know what EQ is going through right now. Like yeah. you don't know what he's doing. Just just weird. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not like I said in the video earlier this week. I'm not going to criticize Stephen Funches, Equinemius St. Brown for not showing up because you know it's voluntary, and I don't know what their decision came down to. However, yeah. like you mentioned, EQ. Devin Funches, their roster spot is certainly not secured. So it certainly leads to questions as to why they're not there. Um, David Bakhtiari, obviously still in rehab. And then Jair Alexander, most likely just to avoid injury. Um, Okay, the big thing all over Twitter, just like last year when they all arrived for training camp, was A.J. Dillon is absolutely massive. I don't know if he got bigger or if, I mean, they just – they're never not <laughs> his legs are never not shocking uh but Man. i mean the pictures ne- next to aaron jones with him it is scary like dude how how are those two playing the same position and how is that man human jerry gray talked a little bit about rookie first round draft pick eric stokes and he offered some interesting comments on him he said that he's trying to uh Make have him control his speed. It's great that you can run a 4.2540, but how can you control that? How are you going to make sure you're not 20 yards down the field when somebody runs a curl route? Uh, and controlling that 
So you're staying in line with the wide receivers and not burning him. And he also made a very interesting connection to this is that when you're fast and you sometimes outrun people that you, you tend to grab back on to, you know, stay up with them. And obviously it's a little more lenient in the college, but you know, in the NFL, you can't, you can't make contact with your hands with a receiver. Uh, What did you think on uh, Jerry Gray's comment on Eric Stokes? I mean, it's a, of course it's, all true. I mean, it, it is one one of my concerns definitely with Stokes. Yeah. Like, I just don't want to see him 40 yards down the field <laughs> while the receiver is doing a nice little curl five yards in. Yeah. And, but I think, I think Jerry Gray knows what he's doing and I think he can really help him. And you also got Jair, if he can ever come back to Green Bay, please come back soon <laughs> um, yeah. and help him out with that. They just, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I love Jerry Gray. I love all these um, uh, assistant coaches. Dude, Mike Smith came in and he was just apologizing. Yeah, I got a tooth knocked out this past weekend. Uh, so sorry about that. If I sound that, that is that is such a Mike Smith way to open yes, up press conference. Exactly. Like that is, of course, you did, Mike. Um, yeah. And then Jerry Gray also talked about, uh, along with Joe Barry. Uh, the star or slot corner type position. He's uh, Jerry Gray, defense back coach. He said he has four or five uh, candidates that he likes for the star position. Um, and we'll have to see, obviously, our boy Shamar Jean Charles should be in that conversation. Um, we'll, we'll have to see this preseason because outside of Jair Alexander and Darnell Savage, I assume a lot of, that, of those guys, were, uh, a lot of those candidates would be seeing some playing time and I, I will be there for week one of the preseason, and I will, with my 400-foot-up view, be looking uh, and analyzing the play, mostly of Jordan Love. Okay. Um, now, we got a, a, any comments, any thoughts, concerns on um, these comments from these assistant coaches? Um, no. All right. Rob Reichel. This was so uh, okay. odd to me. Rob Reichel, great buddy. Um, you know, he wrote the article after Tampa Bay, which was kind of, you know, a weird headline. He said, Aaron Rodgers' latest bundle, blunder, uh, shows why they drafted Jordan Love. So that was a weird article. It's kind of known for asking, like, questions that you're like, uh, what? So we asked Kenny Clark this past week what he thought of Jordan Love in practice. Um, so Kenny Clark obviously was like, um, shoot, Wallers did not expect you to ask me about this. Uh, Jason Wallers had a PR. He did not, did not brief him on the correct way to phrase uh, questions and answers about Jordan Love. So Rob Reichel, quite the question. Obviously looking for some good answers. I don't think I, he got anything there. But let's move on to our final segment of the day. Oh, looking forward here we go. The best of Packers Facebook groups. Um, before we move on to that, let me take a drink of Dr. Pepper. Sponsor us, please. Um, all right. Uh, most of these are just takes about Aaron Rodgers. Um, before, before we get to Facebook posts, this was a, a post from NFL memes that I found very interesting. Our friend Nate Temple pointed out here, but it's showing, uh, you know, Rodgers wants more weapons, which isn't true. That's not what he asked for, but if Rodgers wants more weapons, he should look at what he has. And then it has a picture of Demonte Adams and says top three wide receiver. 
Uh, to my knowledge, he's, he's not three and he's not two. Uh, top 10 running back has a picture of Aaron Jones. Top two offensive line, picture of the offensive line. An improved defense with the, a picture of the defense from 2019. A uh, good head coach with Matt LaFleur. I love the only objective they could think for Matt LaFleur was good. And then <laughs> top 10 tight end. And you're thinking, oh, yeah, Robert Tunyon. And it has a picture of Jace Sternberger. So I don't – maybe they really like – maybe they're a really big Texas A&M fan and they really think Jace is that good. But, um, you know, if you're going to make a fake meme, act like maybe use the right picture of the player. Yeah, not that hard. Not yeah, that hard. how do you even like – how does Jace Sternberger come up when you look up Robert – like <laughs> – I, I'm like, can't you see, like, okay, this one has – this guy's wearing 87. I'm pretty sure he wears 85. Before you put it, like, on NFL memes, like, the boomers on Facebook go wild for that page. How do you <laughs> – I don't know how you don't notice that, but uh, there's that. Jason Ricker, the top 10 tight end. Um, all right, here we go. I'm not, I'm, I'll read off the first names of these interesting Facebook posts. Uh, first one we got from Lamar. He says, trade love for Julio Jones. Everything will be forgiven. I promise you that. Um, so, you know, if you get Rodgers that weapon along with Jay Sternberger, um, then, you know, it's it's all solved. So yeah, apparently it's funny that I Lamar is not the only one I've seen propose this idea, which is an odd one. I don't uh, I think the Falcons immediately say no. And also the Packers who, you know, invested a first round pick into him. Like, hey, you know, we don't need him anymore. Um, Chris, he's got some thoughts. He says, it's not fair to us as fans. We want to know, is Aaron staying or leaving? If he's staying, is it against his will? And you think that's fair? If someone wants to leave, do you hold them hostage? I think Chris is dramatizing this event a little bit here like uh you know this isn't a kidnapping i mean like he signed a contract it's not against it's not against his will they're not brian gudekins isn't going to be waiting at the airport with like a bag and carry him to his basement i <laughs> it's a weird way to put it um and i don't know what like, it's not fair to us as fans um you know, but yeah, Aaron Rodgers signed a contract, so it's it is not against it's you know made that decision. Um, next up from Orlando, he says uh, he's subtweeting, or I, I guess that's not a thing on Facebook, but he's quoting a post from NFL on Fox that says Aaron Rodgers wasn't the only player missing from Green Bay Packers OTAs. Green Bay top five wide receivers were also reporting uh, not being there. Orlando says. Uh oh, Green Bay needs to do what's best, and that's fire the GM. Rodgers is the face of the franchise. GM Brian Kudikins has been with the organization since '98. It's time he finds a new job. So, job fatigue, you know, he's, he's been in the organization that has been one of the most successful in the NFL for too long since '98, which I mean, it's not too long for front office guys. Yeah. Um, but interesting. I hate when people try to do this game of comparing Brian Gutekind to Aaron Rodgers and their worth to the franchise. 
you cannot compare the value of a general manager and the MVP quarterback, any player. You cannot compare the value of Brian Gutekinds to Jay Sternberger. Like, <laughs> you, you cannot tell who's going to help the Packers win more games. Um, so uh, that's that for Orlando. Uh, and then we got one final one. Oh, and this was one I shared on Twitter here yesterday um, from Jason. Jason says, I know this pair post was shared uh, already, and he's subtweeting uh, NFL Fox once again of Aaron Rodgers, the pictures of him in Hawaii. And Jason says, I know this post was shared already. I just can't help add a little note. He's got to get some thoughts in there. And he says, does that look like the face of someone who just lost two consecutive NFC title games? Do you honestly think this is the attitude of someone ready to put in work needed to make it forget win to a second Super Bowl? Obviously, Aaron Rodgers is not allowed to smile on a trip to White. Um, you can't have fun, Rodgers. Come on. You can't have fun. Until he wins a Super Bowl, like we should not see any pictures of him smiling. Like, dude has to be ultimate despair all the time like he he can go to hawaii but like he needs to be looking mad you know yeah that's at least a quota quota for aaron Rodgers. um i I mean have you i know you don't travel to the facebook land too often but um what what do you think what is wrong with these people you know is it mostly you know just the casuals in these facebook group uh, maybe what I'd call local Packers fans that they're just fans because they live in Green Bay. You know, what What kind of – what mentality has infested these people on Facebook? I, I don't even know. It's something in the water that they're drinking. I literally <laughs> yeah. don't know. Like, I saw somebody saying that, like, John Brockington is the best Packers running back and – at Packers history and I'm just like oh I lord the one that. time I go on Facebook like like no disrespect to John Brockington dude was an absolute beast yeah. for the Packers but I can name about 10 other running backs that are way better exactly, than exactly. I'm sorry I'm sorry sorry to John John I couldn't tell you if John Brockington is alive but you know if he is and he ever wants to come on the show we always have a seat open for him yes um that's all we got for you today only our second episode in the month of May Obviously, not too much happening. Uh, make sure you're checking out our content these past few weeks. We put out another episode of everybody's favorite Heat of the Beat uh, with our friends Nate and Norman, uh, and then our good friend Dusty as well. We put out Name That Packer episode two, uh, both very enjoyable, um, <laughs> great uses of your time. So make sure you check those out. Um, Big B, any final thoughts here? Um. Bucks sweep the heat, always good. Bucks in six. Let's go beat Brooklyn. Look at my face in Brooklyn. So go Bucks, go Paco. Go win that series. Damn right. Uh, you know whatever's going on in basketball today. Thanks everybody for watching. Make sure you subscribe to this YouTube channel. Follow us on all the social medias. I'll see, we'll see you later. As always, go Paco.